Tempus fugit, it's a Latin phrase that is often translated as time flies. And it comes from the Roman poet Virgil, who actually wrote fugit irreparabile tempus. It escapes irretrievable time. And the phrase is a reminder that our time on this earth is finite. That we must make the most of it while we still have the time. Tempus fugit. It's a fitting phrase to reflect on as 2021 turns to 2022. Another year gone by and in the books. Tempus fugit. Time flies. You know, I've often thought there was just a hint of melancholy or sadness in the phrase tempus fugit. Perhaps we all share a longing to want to stop the slow trickle of time, to pause the ticking clock. And maybe this hint of sadness is a good thing because it points to our longing for the infinite, for the eternal, for God. Why? Well, God is outside of time. Indeed, he created time. And in the end, when he makes all things new, time will pass away into eternity. Eternity, as Pope Emeritus Benedict once wrote, is not an endless succession of days, but something like the supreme moment of satisfaction extended indefinitely. Eternity is the complete and total fulfillment of every good desire, at least heaven is. Heaven is the completion of our very being. Heaven is what we are made for and long for, and what it means, ultimately, to be a saint. The Christian life, then, is simply a journey, a pilgrimage to our true homeland of heaven, and the ticking of the clock, the passing of the years, reminds us that time flies. It reminds us not to delay, but to hasten along the way to our eternal home. The question, of course, is then, how do we complete our pilgrimage towards heaven? And it isn't a journey that we can complete by our own efforts. We need Christ, His grace, sanctifying grace that is ordinarily given in the sacraments. We need faith, hope, and charity. We need to love God and neighbor. But this feast day, which commemorates the Blessed Mary, Holy Mother of God, points us towards two uh, indispensable helps in completing our pilgrimage. And the first is prayer. We see a a supreme example of prayer in our gospel. When the shepherds recount to Our Lady in St. Joseph the message of the angel about the Christ child, we are told that all were amazed by what had been told them. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Another translation reads, Mary treasured all these things pondering on them in her heart. Our Lady kept and treasured. She reflected and pondered on the mystery that the eternal word of the Father, who was both her God and her Son, was a child in her womb and and, uh, now lay before her in a manger. She pondered on the mystery that she, a creature of God the Most High, could also be the mother of God. And she continued to keep and to treasure, to reflect and to ponder 
all the mysteries of Christ's life in the depths of her heart and soul. Our Lady gives us the supreme example of prayer. Prayer, of course, is a conversation with our Lord, speaking to God, but also listening to Him. At the same time, prayer, we can truly say it is, reflecting and pondering on God, on His mysteries. Think of the rosary. It begins with vocal prayer, the recitation of our fathers, Hail Marys, Glory Bees, as well as various other prayers. But as we fall into a rhythm of saying these vocal prayers, our mind and our heart and soul ought to begin to ponder and reflect on perhaps a particular mystery of the rosary, the nativity, for instance. Or perhaps it's a word or phrase from the vocal prayers. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, for example. To ponder and reflect, to keep and treasure in our hearts, this is prayer. And when we pray day after day, then eventually, God will bless us with something remarkable, a small foretaste of heaven here below, a small experience of the peace the world cannot give, and joy even in the midst of sorrow. And so prayer spurs us along on our pilgrimage towards heaven. We need to pray. We also need the second indispensable help um, that our feast day points to. We need a mother. Thankfully, we have one. Now we all have natural, we all have a natural mother. But in our lady, we have our supernatural, our spiritual mother. Mary is the mother of Jesus, and Jesus is God. Thus it is proper to say that the Blessed Virgin Mary is the mother of God. That's the reason for this feast day today. Now, in virtue of our baptism, we are incorporated into the mystical body of Christ. We are as united to Christ as our head is to our body. Thus, since we are so united to Christ, Mary is our mother as well. We need our mother because good and beautiful as this life can be, it is also truly a veil of tears. We face discouragements, difficulties, frustrations, just to name a few. And we ought to bring these trials to our Blessed Mother, confident of her maternal care and protection. She will help us avoid the pit tours and detours along this pilgrim way to bring us to our true homeland of heaven. Tempest fugit, time flies. Since our time on this journey is finite, let us resolve to make the most of 2022. Let us resolve to pray the rosary every single day with devotion so that our Blessed Mother may speed our steps along the way to our heavenly homeland, where time will fly no more.